Every Wednesday, 8 o'clock, we have school mass right here in the church. It's always a beautiful time with our students and faculty, and it's open to everyone. I love preaching to the kids. And our adult parishioners often tell me, Father, of all your homilies, I love your school mass homilies the most. So I thought for Easter, we'll do a little bit of a school mass homily. It'll be a little simpler, a little more playful, maybe even a little shorter. Won't that be amazing for once? (laughs) So if you'll excuse me for just one second. Anybody know what this is? It's actually not an extension cord, even though it looks like one. This is actually you. This is your life. Right here, this blue part, this is our life on earth. Maybe 60, 70, 80 years, maybe more. This is our life on earth. And today we're celebrating that before Jesus rose from the dead, we were stuck just right here. The doors of heaven were closed to us, and we were stuck in our sins. And nothing we could do could get us part past this blue part. But Jesus unlocked the doors to heaven, as our prayers say today, and he unlocked a way for us to go from this blue part to this orange part, which is eternity. We believe that as a human being, when we're created, we have a beginning, but then we will always exist. And so that's a really, really long way. I mean, that's, this goes on forever. That, my, my cord's like 30 feet long, but this is a lot. This is so long compared to the life we have on earth. So Jesus, he unlocked the doors for us, and he says he's given us a way to find true life forever. Well, here's the thing. In the gospel, Jesus says that the quality of the orange part of our lives depends on what we do right here. He says that if we listen to his word but don't act on it, if we don't accept his teachings and and follow him, he says that the rest of this orange part is going to be full of destruction and pain and weeping. And I know it's hard to hear, but that's not me, that's Jesus. But Jesus says that if we hear his word and act upon it, if we receive him, if we choose to follow him, he says that after this blue part of our life, even though this might be hard, This orange part that goes on forever and ever and ever is going to be amazing. Like, you can't even imagine how good this is going to be. And every time you go forward, life gets better and better and better. Now, maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, that second part part sounds pretty good. The first part of what you said, Father, doesn't sound so good. And doesn't Jesus say that, like, we have to do a lot of hard stuff in this life? I've heard some of his commandments. I've heard some of his teachings, and... They're not very attractive sometimes. Doesn't he say that he requires hardship and the cross and these hard things? And you know what? I'm not going to deny it. It's true. Jesus does say that the way to life is hard. And that does require sacrifice. But here's the thing. In this part of our lives, if you're not following Jesus, life is actually harder than the way it could be. If we aren't receiving his teachings, life right now is actually harder than it has to be. It's actually easier to follow Jesus in this life. 
How is that possible? What does that mean when Jesus gives these, these hard teachings? Well, three things. First of all, if we keep in mind how long this orange part is that goes on and on and on, it puts in perspective that blue part of our life on earth. What kind of sacrifice wouldn't be worth it to just have this little part and then to have it get better and better and better forever? What wouldn't be worth it right now? What sacrifice would, would, would not be so good as to put in perspective all this? And in eternity, when we're looking back in heaven, which Jesus says is a place of perfect love and perfect joy and eternal security, if we look back on this part, we're not even going to remember this part, the bad stuff. In fact, we'll even laugh about the things we thought were so hard in this life to do for Jesus. We'll be like, I can't believe I thought that was hard. That was so easy. It was so worth it. It was so worth it. So the sacrifice, that if we put it in perspective, it actually makes things a lot easier. Number two, if you follow Jesus and you live out his teachings, God doesn't just leave you alone. You don't just have, like, no help. What kind of football coach puts a team on the field without giving them training and food and fuel and and Gatorade to do their best? Jesus says, I'm going to give my followers God's breath, God's divine energy within them so that we have the, the refreshment, the power to actually live Jesus' life. The Holy Spirit is given to disciples. The Holy Spirit is like God's Gatorade. Okay, it refreshes you on the field. It makes things actually not burdensome, but easy in this little part of our life on earth. That's the second reason why it's actually easier to follow Jesus. And finally, if we aren't following Jesus, then we're following someone, we're following ourselves, we're making our own way. And if we're doing that, we're making an identity for ourselves, and we will give ourselves commandments that are much harder than Jesus' commandments. We'll We'll tell ourselves commandments like, you shall be enough. You shall work hard enough. You shall be smart enough. You shall be pretty enough. And man, that is hard to keep up with. We actually can't do that. We're actually building a life that's not built on God's commandments. We're doing things Jesus never actually commanded us to do. He never said any of those things in the Bible. He did say, follow me. And if we try and build that life, it's not going to last much farther than the blue part. Jesus has a life and, and an identity that you don't have to get. You don't have to make it happen. It's a life that's given to us. It's a life that's free. And if we accept that his commandments are actually not burdensome, they actually give us life and joy, even now in the blue part, even though there might be a lot of hard things here. The good news today, friends, is that salvation has already been purchased for you. This orange part of our lives that goes on forever and ever in heaven with God and with all the saints, every day it gets better. And we didn't earn it. We didn't get it. Jesus gave it to us on the cross by shedding his blood for us and by rising from the grave. It's a free gift. He wraps up this present for us. He gives it to us. And in this life, he says, are you going to unwrap the gift? This is yours. I, I, I purchased you for God for a price. And yeah, there's going to be some hard things in this, in this part of our lives, for sure. No doubt. But he's already given us the gift. He just wants us to open it. 
Jesus says, if you come to know my word, you'll know me and find life. And so we can unwrap the gift by just reading the scriptures. What does God say to me in the Bible? Jesus says, if you wish to have life, believe in me and be baptized. We baptized Christian Bordeaux last night in the font. He received that Gatorade of God, the Holy Spirit, to refresh him on his Christian journey. Jesus says, be baptized and you'll discover a power within you that you didn't know. And finally, Jesus says that his disciples aren't just walking out there solo on their own. He says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. And so we unwrap the gift by being near fellow disciples, being part of Jesus' mystical body, the church, so that each day we can receive good news that God loves me not because of how I've performed, not because of what I do, but because he made me for eternal life, and he loves me. That's the testimony of Mary Magdalene. That's my testimony. Without Jesus Christ, I would not be living a life where I can receive life, not have to make it happen. It's the testimony of so many people in this church who will follow Jesus and believe that this promise is true, that life does not end at death, but it goes on. So, brothers and sisters, this morning, God gives us this gift. He asks us to believe in him. He wants us to receive eternal life. He has the doors of heaven open for us. They're already open. He asks us to have courage in his love for us and to take that next step and follow him. Amen. Amen. Alleluia. Let us stand.